Welcome back. This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment LLC. Today is Wednesday, December 21st, 2022. I am back with my good friend, bro, friend, friend and co-host, bro, Elia, and we are going to go. He has way more to say about Spectre than he did in the previous episode, so this is going to be all more in-depth, more in-details about Spectre from 2015, and all about why he likes Blofeld while it's in this movie, and so much more. So, Elio, welcome back. Um, what are your continuing, uh, continuing thoughts about the movie Spectre that came out, uh, seven years ago in 2015, and it was, uh, Daniel Craig's fourth Bond movie, and the one you actually liked even more so than Skyfall? What else did you want to say to continue on now about Spectre, all about Spectre. Yeah, yeah, I know. Give me a second. I'm um, in the middle of um, just this, like kind of parking lot or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, and sure, sure, a sure. Lot of people, a lot of people kind of crossing and stuff. Yeah, uh, that's fine. People are just kind of crossing randomly, not really following anything. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I get that. Sure, yeah. You know, just complete chaos, lawlessness and chaos and disorder. You know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, um, so like I already said, Christopher Wall, just the fact that it's Christopher Waltz, I think, made the movie what it is to me. If it was somebody else, I probably, I mean, it would have been different. Like the original Blofeld, I didn't really like him too much. I don't, I don't, I don't remember who he was, but he was. Are you there? Okay, the connection. Are you there? Um, oh, there you are. Okay, good. Okay. You were saying that um, yeah. you didn't care for the, origi uh, the original Blofelds, but the way that Walt's Blofeld was in this movie stood out to you more so than the old Blofelds. Right. I, I think there was only one Blofeld. It, he was played. He was played by a number. Of, he was played by a number of different actors. He actually got to be first. He actually got to be first physically seen in 1967's "You Only Live Twice" with Donald Pleasance. Interesting. I thought it was only one Blofeld. Okay. I mean, there there is one there there is one Blofeld, but they made it play made it be played by a multiple different actors. Like Blofeld is the main bad guy of the Bond movies, but he's sometimes played by a few different uh, actors. Yeah. Uh, but what I, what I wanted to say about how Spectre again is how I don't like that. Yeah, I just thought you made this movie. Other than that, mm -hmm. so the original, the first villain in the movie, the one he fought in the helicopter and everything, I still didn't understand what was up with that. Why was he after this guy in the first place? Oh, that's was a good. This the guy yeah. that somehow. That's what I didn't that's a good that's, that's a um I never got that part. That's a good question. Okay, um so we find out when he gets back to his his home now, his first time seeing his home since Live and Let Die from 1973, that when he showed for a money penny that TV screen of of um and before she died that she was telling him that um she wanted him to hunt this guy down, kill him and don't forget to be at his funeral. And that was the reason why Bond had to kill him in the opening scene because Old, the old previous um, uh, Judy Dench had told him to do that in in, in requests and uh, pre-recorded before she passed away. 
And that was one of the reasons why why he had to do that. Yeah. Oh, you might be in a bad connection again. I'll give you a sec. Judy Judy Denchazam had given him a um, orders to to kill that guy in the beginning of the movie out there, and then also to, to attend his funeral. So that's all about that. Right? Are you here? Yeah, a little bit. It's it's breaking up a bit. Try to okay, get. Okay, so yeah. I was saying. Mm-hmm. So I was saying mm-hmm. that. Um, did he originally? Sorry, give me a second. I'm having a hard time kind of figuring out what I'm trying to say. What I'm saying is, why did M want want this guy killed? Was it because she knew that he was connected to Silva and that he was helping Silva, like he that he was helping Silva and everything? No, no, uh, that, like it never um, explained it. it never yeah, explained yeah, it. it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't really explained too well. I don't think it was connected to Silva because this one was all about Blofeld. So maybe um, that guy was somehow in the organization of uh, of Blofeld actually. So I I understood. So I this whole time I thought that Silva was working for Spectre. I thought he was a part of Spectre. Like that's Spectre what that's what they that's what they showed in this, which I that that's what they kind of showed in this in the middle and stuff. And I didn't like that because to me, when Spectre showed it that way on how you just described, to me that kind of almost retroactively changed Skyfall, where where Silva to me seemed more like his own boss, his own his own guy running things, and not Blofeld running Silva. So oh, it got very confusing how they how then this fourth movie retroactively changed the Skyfall third movie. It's very you're right. It gets all very confusing on what's going going on story plot wise it doesn't make a whole lot of sense uh how they're how how they're how they how they explain that and the fact is is that the director sam mendez directed both skyfall and specter yet didn't explain things well to answer our questions like this so it doesn't help at all it is what it oh, is I thought, so that's yeah this is where like literally where we kind of see almost polar opposites to each other yeah Polar, polar opposite in which part? Polar, polar, yeah, go ahead. Polar opposite. Oh, no, I'm saying most people... I'm saying most people... Yeah, I'm saying... Yeah, I'm saying most people prefer Skyfall to Spectre, but you're in the rare camp where you actually like Spectre more. Uh, is that what you meant by the polar part? Yeah, well, oh. that and also the fact that you don't like the fact that it was confusing, right? That it was confusing well, we, we, and, and re- retroactively. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like how Spectre. Uh, yeah, I didn't like how Spectre retroactively changed what Skyfall and Silva was all about. But like you said, though, maybe right. maybe I could understand it better if you explain it in the way with like Spectre and No Time to Die, how there was almost like an apex predator of um of um what's his name? What was he called in the in the uh, No Time to Die? Um, Rami Malek's character. Uh, yeah, yeah, Safin. How Safin was kind of went over of Blofeld in a way. Well, how they did their back and forth. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that kind of connects in a way of a way of it. But, but I don't know. But as far as it is concerned, yeah, story wise, M's, um, Judy Dench's M told Bond to go kill this guy and, and attend to his funeral. And I guess he's connected to Spectre and Blofeld in some way. That's all I could maybe get from parts of that. So yeah. Right. So that's what I'm saying. So that's what I liked about the movie. I like the fact that it, to you, you're saying it retroactively changed the movie. To me, 
to me, my perception is that it expanded on on Skyfall. It didn't. It also, it, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Expanded on. Yeah, it. I That's agree. So cool I, I agree that it also. I also. I agree that it also, in ways, expands on it. So it's it's got in in this expanding way. Spectre is a a direct sequel, a continuation to everything that happened there in Skyfall. So it is a, a continuation and goes on more. So I agree with that part too. That it still is also a continuation of sorts. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. And that's what I'm saying. So what I'm saying is... Sorry, give me a second. There's... Um, anyway, I was, I was looking at something for a second. So what I'm trying to say is, right... Uh, right, so that's what I'm saying. I like the fact that it was kind of I had to figure things out. I like movies like that because movies that are too simple and everything is kind of uh, superficial and just kind of like right on the surface where you don't have to figure anything out. It's that that's boring to me. I like movies that are complex. I'm glad um, you have to think I, about them. You have to analyze that, them. That's a good. That's what makes them so good. That's a know? good. Ob- that's a good observation. I like how you explain that just like that just now. Um, now in the first movie, Casino Royale, we're introduced to Miss Mr. White, who also has a brief few appearances in um Quantum, the second movie. But then he fi- he he's uh not in Skyfall at all. But he comes back here now, Inspector, the fourth movie. What did you make on the brief little appearance of Mr. White coming back for a brief appearance? In um in parts of a Spectre, Mr. White character. What did you make of that? Yeah, I thought that was great. I thought it was great. Good. Uh, dude, that was such a gem. Like such a good little kind of like cherry on top. Yeah, to bring him back Not like exactly that. Cherry on top, but yeah. yeah, but kind of like a little bit of honey on top of the ice cream or something like that. Like I don't know what metaphor to use. Mm-hmm. But um I thought it was great because like I said, because it because this movie tied so many movies together it made it that good. That's what made it, that's a big part of what made it so good for me was I like the fact that I had to analyze and figure out, well, how are these movies interconnected? And why is this character in this movie while he was in this other movie? And what, what's the history with him? Like all this time. For me, for me, like, yeah, for me, like, right, right. Well, for me, the connections, for me, the connections to the previous movies, while you like that part of it, I thought it was a bit forced on how they wrote it. I think they could have wrote it a bit better to explain it better in the previous movies. They did it in a way where uh, some of the parts of the previous movies didn't, I, I don't know, the writing could have been better, in my opinion, in regards to all that. Well, what would you have liked it to be? How would you have done it if you, if you could have, let's say... I think, I think they, um, I think they would have explained, I think they should have explained, um, why in the fourth movie it's all about Spectre and Spectre being the whole thing, whereas by the second movie we're introduced to Quantum and we're, we're supposed to be, it's supposed to be the organization, the new organization in the Daniel Craig movies is Quantum and not Spectre, but then we find out in Spectre that to, to try to explain the writing, the writing around it is that Quantum is just like a, a subdivision of Spectre, that it was really Spectre the whole time and not Quantum. So I thought they should have wrote it better that maybe it really was Quantum in in this fourth movie, like the second one, and then that would have explained it better since Spectre was all about the older movies with Sean Connery. They could have made it that Quantum is now the whole Daniel Craig stuff, or that th- th- things like that would have explained the writing better in regards to all these movies. At least to me, I think the writing of it all could have been put put better used to to explain these three previous movies. Um, at least in my opinion, right, so but I'm like. So you're saying you would have changed the plot altogether. It's not just the writing. Uh, you're saying you would have just changed the plot. Oh, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change the plot, the plot completely, but I would, uh, maybe there would be a few little changes, but not a complete change of the plot. 
But yeah, but I want to hear more. Um, but that's just um, about the writing and how we have different polars about part of that. But um, more into um, you're saying you liked Mr. White being brought back. Um, we a, a little bit after that, we get to see his daughter, which is Madeline. Um, you already said your opinions about Batista as Hanks. Um, and you really, really like Blofeld, um, Walt, Walt says Blofeld, so let's see, what other aspects of this movie, Spectre, have we not yet touched upon yet? It's more gadget, it's more gadget oriented, we show, we see more gadgets, it has more gadgets in it, um, with the car and everything, um, let's see, um, so again, uh, Sam Mendes directed both of these, but you actually like this one more. What other parts about Spectre did you like that we haven't yet talked about? Well, I don't know. i got to think about it. But before we get to that, I still have more questions. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, what's the follow-up question after the question about the guy, the guy that had to be killed? Yeah, what's the next question? Right, so my problem is I don't understand. Like, we're kind of going all over the place, so I'm trying to kind of stick to one topic at a time. Sure, sure. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. So... So what was up with Quantum? What was Quantum? I didn't know there was... So Quantum... So Quantum was the organization in the second movie, um, the Quantum and the Quantum of Solace, which was also... Quantum was also behind everything that happened in Casino Royale. Um, Skyfall, the third movie, was like its own standalone thing, which went away from those first two movies. But the first two movies were to be about the Quantum organization being plotting against Bond and all that stuff. So in this fourth movie... Spectre, when we see it's Spectre, Blofeld, and all that the whole time, they try to write it that um, Quantum is just like a subdivision of, uh, a, a, Quantum a subdivi subdivision of Spectre, and I just thought, um, writing-wise, that I think it was lazy writing, and um, yeah, they, basically Quantum was what all of the first two movies were about, but the, the retroactive part for me was Spectre re kind of rewriting that about how it all is, in a way. But anyway, yeah. So I didn't understand what you said. Sorry, I spaced out for a minute. Uh, the second movie, the second movie is called. That's fine. It's called, the second movie is called Quantum of Solace, and uh, Mr. White's still in there. Uh, yeah, yeah. And they were keep calling it Quantum. I don't remember the yeah. second one movie. Yeah, they kept calling it. What was that about? Right. So it was the one where um, they were trying to uh, Bolivia and the water and everything. It was with Bolivia and the water, and then, then they had the Ukrainian Bond girl from uh, other movies. The U the first Ukrainian Bond girl was in it, and um, it was about oh, wow. yeah, and it was about Dominic Green and the water and Bolivia, and it was the shortest Daniel Craig movie. It only like an hour, one hour forty six minutes. Oh, yeah, that was that. yeah, yeah, that was that was the second movie, which a lot of people consider the weakest, though other people consider um Spe Spectre the weakest. But you really like Spectre, so you'd have yeah, Spectre higher yeah, up, but like. like yeah, but like a lot of people didn't like Quantum of Solace. They have that in their really low week um, for that as far as the um, Daniel right. Craig. Yeah, so, but yeah, so that's all about Quantum and Spectre and how they changed it to Spectre in the fourth movie when the second movie was Quantum. So that's why I'm just saying the writing of all this could have been better to explain all this, to connect it better. I don't know. That's all. Yeah, I got you. I got you. So I got to I gotta rewatch. So I watched uh, Quantum of Solace, I think once, maybe twice. I didn't really understand it too well. I have to rewatch it to get a better idea what the heck it was about and how it, it kind of connects to all the other movies and stuff. Mm. Because I didn't realize the movie, I didn't realize all those movies were connected. Well, actually, yeah. Uh, so, I, like, I knew, yeah. I knew Spectre was connected to uh, Skyfall. Just give me a second. Let me just okay. finish real quick. I knew Spectre was connected to um, Skyfall, mm. 
but I didn't realize that all those movies were actually connected to each other. Yeah. So now I gotta rewatch Quantum again because I didn't really understand it. Yeah. So Quantum, Quantum is supposed to be the first direct sequel in the Bond movies. Um, Quantum of Solace is a direct continuation of Casino Royale. So what what people like to do is watch Quantum of Solace right after Casino Royale because it like it, it takes place right minutes afterwards. It's like a, the first the first in the series, the first direct sequel. So it's like Casino Royale, then right after Quantum of Solace. And then when they have Skyfall, the third movie, that's supposed to be a standalone movie that's kind of like taken like wait years. It has to be years after Quantum because in Skyfall, they say that Bond is aged to be an older agent already when he was a young, age, young agent in the first two movies. So yeah, it's kind of like you probably have to watch Quantum again, but it's supposed to be like a direct continuation to everything that happened in Casino Royale. But, it, but chronologically, not, not like... Uh not chronologically in, in the Bond universe, but I'm talking about in real life. It actually came out after uh, Casino Royale, right? Yeah, it came out after Casino Royale. Okay, to, so it's yeah. chronological in the in the fictional universe, and it's chronological in the real world, in real life, right? Correct. Yes. Okay, I just want to make sure. Okay, and Skyfall. Okay, so I gotta watch Quantum of Solace again because I didn't really understand it. I understood Casino Royale for the most part. I just didn't understand. Mr. White worked for Spectre, right? He worked for Quantum, which in turn was a subdivision of Spectre. Correct, right? correct. And he was an assassin, right? Like Co that was his main job. Correct. He was an assassin. Correct. Okay. Why did he save Bond? I never got that part. Like, I literally, years later, I still don't understand that. Why the hell did he save Bond? Oh, you what mean. What did he have to do with. Well, you mean, you mean after, after he killed the Chief? I thought Lashif died in the second movie. I thought Lashif died in Quantum. In, in Casino Royale, Mr. White, Mr. White killed, um, killed Lashif, uh, inside that interrogation oh. room. Remember the shot? Right. Yeah. Okay. But, but you're, yeah, but, yeah, I remember that. right. But oh, now to your question, I, but to your question, why was he saved? The answer is for me is a good, good question. I don't know either. Why did Mr. White save Bond? That doesn't make sense why he would save him like that. That's a good, good question on why he was saved. And I don't have an answer for it because that's a really good question. So the way, right. So I'm going to, I'm going to tell you what I understand. I understood that. I remember, I think I had to read up on it and stuff because I didn't really understand. I had to actually like research it a little bit. The way I understood it, Vesper was working for Spectre. Right, like she was a double agent, essentially. Right, she was a double agent or triple agent. Yeah, she was a double agent. Um, being forced, like she was being forced into into being on the bad side. Yeah, right. And I don't remember why. What did what did they have on her? What what uh, leverage did they have over her? What why did they even have any leverage over that's, her in the first place? That's another that's another good question. Um, yeah, so we'd have to really we'd have to do really more research to know about the leverage. But yeah, I again, good question. There's so so many questions with these Daniel Craig movies. But yeah, good. Yeah, good. That's, what, that's what makes it so fun. That's what makes them so good. They're not. They're not they're, simple. They're complex. Right, right. You it's they're I mean? definitely yeah, yeah. The complex. The Daniel Craig movies are definitely branched off and separate from those first twenty movies. Like those five Daniel Craig movies are their own little thing that are separate from those first twenty movies. Right. That's what I was going to ask too. I I didn't understand how those movies all connect. I didn't know if it was the same timeline, same universe, same timeline. Everything was just kind of a repeat or addition to the original movies. Or I didn't know if. Maybe they were just completely different 
like off, off, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, yeah. So the last, the last movie, off. yeah, yeah. The last movie in the official series was Die Another Day in 2002, the 20th movie, 40th anniversary. And then, but then when they did Casino Royale about his start on how he became Bond and everything, that was a hard, that was a hard reboot. It was a hard reboot followed by Quantum of Solace continuation right afterwards. And it's, um, like, when you were saying, like, about a universe, it's, like, a totally separate universe, like, from those first 20 movies. Oh, it was, it was kind of like the Terminator movies, kind of the same, right? Yeah. Like the Batman movies, kind of the same. It was just kind of like, it was a different, separate timeline. Yeah. Separate timelines, kind of, like, separate dimensions and all that, right? Yeah. It wasn't, they're not really supposed to be... They're not really supposed to be the same box. Well, what other? What I'm sorry. What uh? What other franchises did you compare it to again? Batman. What was the other one? Uh, the, so the Terminator series. Oh, Terminator. Terminator. Um. Yeah. yeah well. So to, well. After Terminator Three, like they started their own fucking like their own dimension or like a separate timeline. That branches off from the original timeline. Uh, it's crazy. And James, I well, James, that. James Cameron finished his story at the end of T two, and they should have used the alternate. They should have used the alternate ending where John Connor becomes a senator, and that he has a kid, and that um, Sarah Connor's a grandmother. That w- that alternative ending that he had that would have stopped all those further sequels. Like, but the way they u- used the, um, the ending that he chose, I consider T. T3 through T6 fan fiction and that the whole story really ended at the end of T2 and that's my thing about Terminator but yeah but like Batman Begins and Dark Knight that's a different timeline than those first Tim Burton and Schumacher Batmans so yeah all these franchises eventually branch off to be other things so yeah right that's what I was saying so that's why I was kind of confused I have to do more research and rewatch a lot of the movies to get an idea of what's going on. Yeah. So one thing I'm not trying to, uh, so on a off topic, um, this is why I like the Avengers plot, like the Avengers timeline, the Avengers series so much was because there was an actual logical timeline and things kind of fit into each other and they were actually all interconnected. That's a good point. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. I, I, I know you're not like an Avengers fan. I know yeah. you're not an Avengers fan. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling for, for but the, people maybe that are Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point though, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Good so point. I like when things kind of make sense. Sometimes yeah. it's more fun, but sometimes it's not. We can talk about Avengers later. We can do another podcast on Avengers and stuff because that's really one of my mm-hmm. one of my favorite okay. kind of like universes, the Avengers universe. So right. Kind of, well, just the Marvel universe in general. The MCU... The, uh, the Marvel Cinema. Sorry, I'm getting off topic. So yeah, we'll so, go back to James Bond. Right. So back to James Bond. Right. Yeah, we could do this other movies another time. Right. Yeah. So what I was gonna say was with the James Bond, Daniel Craig, is that actually way back in uh, the first movie, when the first movie was being made with uh, Casino Royale and Daniel Craig, and he worked, and there was the producer Barbara Broccoli. Um, Daniel Craig had a private conversation in a, somewhere with Broccoli, uh, Barbara Broccoli, and he's like, "How many of these do I have to do?" And she's like, four. And then, um, then he's like to her. Uh, can I die at the last one? And she's and she said to him, yes. So she he obviously doesn't die um, at the end of Spectre, this fourth movie. But when she said yes, she kept that commitment because he during this whole thing he didn't even want to be in, be in this this whole long thing of it, but ended up being five movies in fifteen years. And so we saw now at the end of the fifth movie, No Time to Die, he gets his wish to get really killed off forever. That's very very bizarre ending that people didn't like the fans. But yeah, he 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 ultimately want always wanted to be. Killed killed off at the end by the last movie and so that's why 
we already talked about um, No Time to Die in a previous thing a few months ago, but that could always come back a few years later because that movie is going to be talked about for years also. But yeah, um, back to the fourth movie, Spectre, and all your other questions you have about all this. Right. So I, why did he not want to uh, continue? Why did he not want to be in the series? Why did he not want to continue? That's a good question. I guess, they, I, I don't know. He just really wasn't into it. Like, that's why I said, like, about the possible sleepwalking and stuff. He just wasn't into it. Like, I mean, he did, I, I liked, I liked his performance in, like, Casino Royale and Skyfall. Uh, and he also had, a, right. he had, a, he also actually had a really pretty good performance in No Time to Die and most of that. But, um, I just, I just right. want someone that signs on to be really committed to really want to do all the movies really well, sort of thing. But anyway. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, I just got home, so I can continue this. I'm going to have to continue this later. I want to get home and do some stuff. Okay, all right. Uh, so, so okay, that's fine. So, are you saying that, um, was there was there stuff about Spectre you left out? Like, should that be a part three? Or um, It might be a part three. I think it's going to be a, kind of a... Uh, a hodgepodge of stuff for part three because I don't think I have enough. I mean, I might be able to talk about Spectre for like a whole part three, but I think I'm gonna. It's gonna kind of be different stuff altogether. We're gonna kind of. I think I'm not just gonna talk about Spectre. Um, we can continue this. Actually, if you talk for a few minutes, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go inside and like kind of like do a couple of things, and I'll come back. We can actually continue this now, but I have to do a couple of things when I get inside my house. Okay, I hear that. So, okay, so like as far as like um as far as the Avenger movies you're saying are concerned, um I I, I liked um I liked uh, Winter Soldier and and Civil War. Okay, we can talk about those too. Yeah. So. How long are we in this podcast right now? So, so far we're 25 minutes in, but then you said you had to go close it off soon. Oh. So I'm wondering, like, like, do you have enough content and material to talk about um, Spectre more? Or, like, should we go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have enough. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Go. I just have to have a couple of minutes. Oh, okay. That's fine. So, oh, that's fine. Uh, so there'll be a part three something. 25 minutes. Wait, how are we only 20? Oh, we just started the, the part two. After yeah, we just started the part. Right? We started the part two. Oh, tw we, started we started the part two 26 minutes ago. Now we're 26 minutes in, oh, okay, but then you said you. that you got home okay. and all. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so you go ahead, continue talking, and I'll be back in a few minutes. Okay, great. Sounds good. All right, everybody. Yeah, so, like, we, we yeah. this is a really engaging conversation, everybody. I hope you like what we've talked about so far in Spectre Movie Discussion Part 2. It sounds like he has to be home and close off and do other stuff soon. So, he did seem... Ilya did seem to have a whole um, enough material to say a Part 3. I do think that... I do think that part three should be the last part because I usually don't like going past part threes in discussions of things to, to ever have a part four. So I think he really has to go in depth and detail and delve into everything he wants to say about um, Spectre in a part three because um, I wanted to ask him in part three. Um, well, I actually wanted to ask him in part two in, reg in regards to Spectre. I wanted to ask him about what he thought about the fight between Daniel Craig and... I'd like to share their video. Share video. Use yeah, camera. Yeah, well. Okay. Like this. All right. So what I wanted to ask you, while we're still talking about Spectre here, we're still 27 minutes in, I want to ask you now about Spectre. What did you think about that fight between Daniel Craig and Hank's uh, Batista inside the train? 
Yeah, that was one of the things I was going to mention. Uh, before I get to that, is the phone on top of like the laptop right now? The phone is next to the laptop. Okay, try to put it like right next to the speaker. I would put it right on top of the kind of next to the screen on top of the kind of like okay. where the speaker. Okay. Okay. I just all right. Cool. So what do I think? Um. Actually, you know what I want to do next time? Uh, off topic. When we do a part one, I want to pause, listen to it, and see how it sounds, and then do a part two, so we get an idea of how it actually sounds. Okay. Okay, that's that's fine. Um. So as far as the train scene, dude, I don't think it was anything really crazy impressive about it. I think it was just kind of filler for the movie, just to kind of have an ending to the villain. Mm. It could anything. They could have been like chasing. Well, like they said in the beginning. Uh, one was chasing the other in the cars, and Daniel Craig, like, so Bond crashed, or he, like, ejected from yeah, the car. Yeah, the car chase, the car chase to me was weak. I think that was a very weak car chase through Italy. They could have, that the car chase could have been totally a whole lot better, in my opinion. Right, right. I don't think it was meant to be super, like, awesome or anything. I think it was just, again, it was just there just to have filler for the movie. It wasn't really supposed to be the, um, the main course for the movie which is kind of an right yeah now i have a question um to branch off not too far in about it but with the avengers stuff avengers endgame that was supposed to be the big conclusion avengers endgame in 2019 like what did you think of them like whatever they did after that like did you think that the fourth phase or whatever after endgame a lot of people said that fourth phase was was not good as the uh, the previous ones but like for a lot of like like they tried to continue it on but like, for a lot of it it was like endgame was supposed to finish so much of it off Right. I don't know. I don't want to comment on it right now because I want to try to stick to the topic. Right. That's fine. Uh, that's a good point. Stick to the topic. So Spectre, 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 Spectre. Yeah. Oh, so you you're one of the you're actually um, not impressed by the train fight where a lot of people actually like that train fight. You actually didn't care for it so much. Yeah, it's just kind of OK. Uh, speaking of which, let's also do a podcast on Bullet Train. I really like that movie. So oh, you mean, oh, that, you mean the new movie Bullet Train? Yeah, yeah, that, was, that movie was so good. Oh, you actually uh, saw it? You saw it? I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, I've seen it, so it's okay. We'll, we'll do... Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, we can... Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I never... The trailer didn't... The trailer didn't make me actually want to, like, see the full version, actually. Yeah, a lot better than the trailer. Uh, but uh, we can... It. It's just a sidebar. We can sidebar, mm -hmm. sidebar that after the podcast. Okay. So after we talk about the main uh, topic, okay. we can kind of talk about other stuff. Okay. But let's just kind of... Um, but yeah, so I, I, again, I, like I said, I think it was just supposed to be filler. It wasn't really supposed to be a great scene or anything like that. It was just there, dude. It was just there to make the movie, you know, just movie, make the movie whole. Well, you have to, you have to notice that after they were able to get him out and he said shit and then he get, went out of the train that right after that, for whatever reason, they wanted to just get close to each other and shag and fuck right there after he got out of the train. I'm like, where did that come from? You guys didn't, weren't like, like into each other before that, but then they just got a like, got a romantic sex scene in there right after the guy gets out of the train. So I thought that was always interesting. Uh, dude, I can definitely comment on that. So as far as the shagging, um, so one, it's just typical freaking James Bond movie stuff. They're always like, there's just weird, weird moments and they just do weird shit. So I think it's just typical James Bond stuff. They always do stuff like that. They always can just kind of like out of the blue, things just kind of happen out of the blue. They don't make any sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's okay. Mm -hmm. Kind of like, I'm just kind of taking it for what it is. I'm not trying to question it. The other part is, 
realistically, uh, it's possible in real life because what happens is when your adrenaline is that high, you're fighting for your life. Mm, that's because just our psyche. I'm just talking about psychology, like as far as psychology goes. Mm. When people are in a state of like shock, not shock, but like when they're things are very intense and like everything is fine, testosterone, estrogen, whatever. There's a lot of adrenaline. You're fighting for your life. People get excited when your nervous system gets excited. That's what I thought. Get, yeah, that's what I thought it was. Yeah, you know, it's possible they were just kind of like they already were just kind of holding back a lot of feelings and stuff. And you know what I mean? It's just, and again, like I said, it's in real life. It's possible that it can happen, but it's because it's it's fictional. Mm-hmm. It's a fictional movie. It's a fictional universe. It's mm-hmm. not the real life. Right. They can spin it, make whatever. I mean, if they wanted freaking UFOs to appear, they could do that if they wanted to. You know what I mean? It's just fiction. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's fiction. It's entertainment. Right. It's not realistic. Right. It's literally just... It's supposed to be entertainment. I just, to- I just like how like, you like Spectre so much compared to the other movies and stuff where other people, that's like not in their favorites and it's like everyone has their own opinion about what they like and dislike. So I like the comparisons of different interests of likes and dislikes in regards to all this type of thing like that. Right, right. I got you. Yeah, man. I mean, I appreciate it. It's just like, it, it just, it is what it is. I mean, I'm sure that maybe like 10 years, 20 years, I might look back on it and say, man, that was a movie sucked. Right now, it's, you know, again, things change. You know what I mean? This is my impression. I mean, uh, again, just kind of as a metaphor, you know, I used to, um, what do you call it? I used to watch Disney Disney cartoons, and that was the shit for me. And now, obviously, I don't really, I'm not as much into it. I don't really, you know what I mean? Like, my, my tastes have changed. So anything could happen. We just, we're on different, dude, we're on different stages of life, I think. You're a little bit younger than me. I'm a, you know what I mean? You could, you could just, you know. Everybody's different, man. This is not... Well, let me just... Let me just comment... Let me just comment on the Disney part. I think... I think Disney... I think Disney has brainwashed too many kids... And on how real life actually is. Because as an adult, we realized that Disney was a bunch of bullshit. Right, I got you. That, yeah, sure. I mean, I'm not going to comment on that right now. We, we can save that. For You're right, that's fine. That's fine. But as far as... Um, um, ages... Um, you know, I'm only like... Three year, three, three years younger than you. You're like five years younger than me. No, 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 no. You're born in 82. I'm born in 85. Oh, you're only three years younger? Yeah, only than three years. Younger. Yeah. That's right. Only a month older yeah. than my brother. Yeah, yeah. Only, yeah, around that, yeah. So three, what is it, a month? You're literally five weeks older than my brother, almost two weeks. Right, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah, so yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, so Spectre, um, so it sounds like you really, you said that if it would have been any other actor playing Blofeld in that, that would have changed it for you. But you really like Christoph Waltz and how he played Blofeld in this Spectre. And then they kind of just like had him a little bit in the next one with No Time to Die, but not so much. Um, okay. Right. And you made, you said your opinions about, you said you, you said your opinions about, um, Batista. You said that, you didn't really care for Monica Belushi. I would have liked her to be in the movie more. Because um, and another thing about quick thing about her was um, Pierce Pier, Pier, uh, Belushi, Monica Belushi, Pierce Brosnan, Pierce Brosnan, and Tomorrow Never Dies wanted Monica Belushi to be Paris Carver over Terry Hatcher. Over what? Say it again, I understand. Pierce, what? In, t- in, in 1997, Tomorrow Never Dies, Pierce Brosnan actually really ra- ra- rather would have had Monica Belushi to play Paris Carver over Terry Hatcher. Oh, I'm trying to think of that, how that would have worked. It would have been, it w- it been great because that was a young Monica Belushi. 
I think it's Belu- is it Belu- However, I'm not a, I don't know how to pronounce it exactly. But yeah, um, while we're still talking about Spectre here, any other questions about Spectre in the Bond universe I can try to attempt to answer about? Uh, like, I can't really think of any more questions right at this second. Um, like I said, again, coming back to Mr. White. Oh, like, sure, let's go back to Mr. White. I'm still kind of stuck on Mr. White. So he saved Bond. He was working for Quantum. Quantum was working for Spectre. Mm-hmm. Blofeld was basically the mastermind behind Spectre. Mm-hmm. And um, what was going on with Le Chief? Like, why was he in the first movie altogether? He was a terrorist, right? So, Le Chief... Right? Lashif was a banker, and he had, he's a banker, he had to get into that poker game because he needed more money to finance the terrorism or whatever, and then because he didn't deal with the money right, um, then, um, Mr. White killed him, and, and so Lashif was kind of had to, was, Lashif was kind of under Mr. White and Blofeld, I guess. Oh, okay. So he was working for Blofeld. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it showed Inspector on the computer screen for Q on his screen when he was outside on that thing that, 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 um, that Lashif, Dominic Green, and, 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 um, Silva were all connected to the, to the DNA of, um, to the DNA of Blofeld. They showed all those three previous movies how those older, um, main villains were then connected under to be a part of, uh, Christopher, Christoph Waltz Blofeld. Oh, okay. I still, like I said, I gotta do a little more research mm. and, uh, understand how everything kind of ties in together. Mm. So, I think that, um, so the way I understood it was Lashif spent money that he wasn't supposed to spend and he was trying to win that money back because they were, he knew they were going to kill him. Something along, yeah, something, something along those lines. Yeah. He wasn't trying to get more money. He was just trying to get money back that Mm -hmm. he had spent, somehow he had spent it. Mm -hmm. I don't know what he did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he was basically like part of Spectre. Yeah. It's it gets very see it gets very convoluted, which again, so many questions. So right, right, right. Okay, so that was one of the things I was wondering mm-hmm. about. And then, what was Spectre's goal in just in general? What was their like ultimate goal to take over the world, basically, or what? Just to destroy just destroy MI six because in Goldeneye it was pretty simple. They just wanted to um, destroy the world, basically, just set it back to a stone age and. Yeah, as far as for the Daniel Craig movies of all that, it wasn't really, really wasn't well explained. You're right, like, GoldenEye had the simpler, well, not simpler, but better story. Uh, It really, again, with these questions, they didn't really explain it too well. It had something to do with, like, other countries had the um, the eye program, the eye program and the surveillance that they didn't really explain too well with that. Uh I, 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 the whole, um, eye and surveillance program was the big part of Spectre, which wasn't really explained too well. And I don't really know what the purpose or what they were trying to do exactly was. I think that's why I'm saying the writing of all this could have been a whole lot better. Right. No, the Goldeneye, I understand. Goldeneye was pretty simple. Yeah. Uh, the plot was pretty simple. Yeah. The Spectre is the one I don't freaking get it. Yeah. I, I know. I, I, I don't get it either. I don't get it either. And there was another spy, um, spy movie that came out that same year that had similar plots. But to me, what I thought was a better movie, which was Mission Impossible 5 Rogue Nation, which had a similar story about that. I really enjoyed Mission Impossible 5 Rogue Nation. And it, it came out the same year as Spectre, but I think had a better story and a better everything else. Right. We can talk about that in a separate podcast. Yeah. Also. Yeah. 
the whole Mission Impossible series. That's what I wanted. To, I wanted to wait till um till 2023 to talk about that to lead up to the new movie that's coming out in July. We can do that too. It's up to you. That's yeah, fine. yeah. I, well, it all it all it all comes down to um wh- wh- how, when your schedule frees up to have these podcast conversations. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I liked, I liked your, um, I liked your suggestion to maybe talk about some of the, um, Marvel type Avenger type movies or whatever. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, talk. I just gotta check my text messages real quick. I got some text messages from work. Okay, sure. So, everybody, Avengers Age of Ultron from 2015 had so many, um, Things that was seeded to explain other parts of future Marvel movies. So if you haven't seen it in a while, check out 2015's Avengers Age of Ultron because it brought so many new storylines from other, also many future movies in. The other thing about that I want to say was in that in the 2020s, I think, I don't know whether it's 23, 2023 or 2024, there's going to be a fourth Captain America movie with, um, Anthony Mackie, um, playing the new Captain America and it's going to be called Captain America, New World Order or something. And I don't know if it's going to be any good or not, but it's interesting how it's going to be the fourth movie with Anthony Mackie now being the new Captain America. And hopefully um, hopefully that new Captain America movie with Anthony Mackie turns out to be um, good or something since, uh, you know, how how the original, the stuff ended with the endgame and everything. But So, yeah, Spectre, I'm... I, I think he could have been, I, I think Blofeld could have had more to do in No Time to Die. I didn't really like how he was used in No Time to Die. Um, and, uh, <laughs> 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 but, um, I'm definitely going to be talking about, God willing, Mission Impossible with my other friend Avi in 2023. We're going to be covering all six movies leading up to the new one. Um, but before that, um, we're going to be talk, we're going to be talking about, um, he's actually was supposed to do a podcast with me at 7.30 tonight, but he said, but he said he had a headache. So we're, we're going to close off the James Cameron reviews, um, on Monday, God willing, with True Lies. Um, we don't cover the Abyss or the, um, Avatar movies, just those, um, um, aliens, we did Aliens, Titanic, Terminator 1, Terminator 2, and we're going to finish it off with True Lies on Monday, and then in 2023, we're going to finally talk about the Batman, which I know you um was trying to see a few times. If you actually saw the whole movie, then you and I could actually also do our own little thing on the Batman 2022, because I want to have that from both of you guys, so definitely try to catch the full three-hour movie of the Batman, because that's another one on our list, to do the Batman next, after you these uh, James Bond movies, and then after the Batman, uh, after the Batman, um, uh, Avi and I are going to be doing every Rocky for, for, to lead up to Creed three. We're going to be doing every Rocky movie with the exception of Rocky five because Rocky five has the weakest story and stuff from all those. So we'll be doing Rock, Rocky one, Rocky two, Rocky three, Rocky four, Rocky Balboa, Creed one, and Creed two. Haven't decided if I'm going to go see Creed 3 yet, because um, I don't know if that's going to be any good, because um, Stallone did not give that movie his blessing. And then after the Rocky movies are done, we're going to be doing um, Indiana Jones 1, 2, 3, and 4 to lead up to the fifth one coming out this summer as well. And then after all the Indiana Jones movies are done, then we do Mission Impossible. But not to get too far off track, we are now talking part two of Spectre. So what else about Spectre have you not yet... Part, Spectre part two. Anything about Spectre that you haven't yet already said about this to tell the audience, the listeners about Spectre. 
bro, there's still more stuff. I just can't think of. I mean, I'm just tired of talking about Spectre. Okay, so if you're tired of it, I want to. Again, it's a question of should this end at part two for Spectre, and then we go on about other movies? Because if you don't have enough material for a part three, then I think we should close off Spectre at part two. Spectre. I'm figure out. I can't think of anything right now. At the moment, can't figure, but okay, from tired, okay. Talk about something else for now if you want to change the topic. Okay. No, I just like, I like to hear more about Spectre, but then it said, but then you said you were tired about Spectre. Oh, okay. No, it's fine. I can think of more stuff. I'm just tired. I'm just tired, period. I'm just mentally tired because it's 5.30 over here. Right. Um, so, like I said, I just wanted to understand what was his damn whole, like, whole goal because he took over, basically took over MI6. He had his mole in MI6. Uh, that fucking that little backstabber that fell down down right. the uh, yeah yeah that the, yeah that guy that was kind of funny I thought it was kind of funny and, <laughs> yeah so once he had taken over and basically like I understood he wanted to take over all the um like this part I understood right and I'm gonna try to explain it the best way I can so I can maybe it will make more sense and we can kind of figure out more so his his. Part of it, like his ultimate goal, was to take over all of the intelligence agencies for all the major superpowers in the world, right? Correct. That was, That's part of it, yes. But he wanted to basically take over all the intelligence agencies, or if not take over all the agencies, at least be able to control what they're doing and be able to see everything they're seeing. And that way, in that way, in that capacity, be able to control, essentially control the world or a big part of the world, you know, control economies, control, you know, be able to manipulate what happens in the world, like be able to manipulate militaries, be able to manipulate the economy. Yeah, I think, I think that's what they were going for for a little bit. Yeah, I think so. Part I understood, right? Yeah. That was one. But what was that supposed to do? He was just trying to literally just be a tyrant. He just wanted to be a fucking dictator, basically. That was literally it. He just wanted to be power. He just wanted that power, right? There was no ulterior motive. There was no... Okay, so like I said, so so in this movie, they explain, uh, like earlier on when he's in his house talking to uh, Moneypenny, that, uh, and with that picture, that um, Blofeld is supposed to be the adopted the adopted brother of Bond and that um, uh, Blofeld's father seemed to like Bond more than he did Blofeld himself. That has some, some, some sort of adopted brother angle to this all. So he wanted revenge about... It, I, I, this bro- adopted brother part of it all, I didn't like the writing. I... No, no, it totally made sense. I, I, that's what I did like about okay, it. Okay, yeah. yeah. So the the adopted brother part was in 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 addition to all that stuff that you already mentioned with the whole countries and everything. Again, it's so hard to explain. So many questions. Wait, what do you not understand? Uh, like some of the questions you brought up, I don't have answers to. Like, because I there's good questions about the of the Daniel Craig movies that I um aren't really explained unless people I guess do a whole lot of um a whole lot of research. Right. What do you not understand? So maybe I can explain it to you. I don't, I don't, I don't have any on the top of my head, but I don't know. I just, for a lot of people, they didn't care for Spectre as much as the other movies. That's why I was always, I thought it was interesting how you actually, how you actually like Spectre and how you actually like Diamonds Are Forever. Cause Diamonds for, Diamonds Are Forever and Spectre are a lot of people's not so favorites. So it's interesting how you actually like these lesser ones that other people were, were, I don't know. I, I mean, I think almost anybody, most people can agree that GoldenEye was really fantastic and great. But with these other movies, I don't know. It's interesting opinions about it all. 
well, why don't, what do people like then? What if they don't like those two? What do they like? What do most people like? Uh, most people would choose Sky, most, not all, but most people would choose Skyfall, Skyfall over Spectre. Well, what else do they like? Which other ones are their favorites? Which are the most popular Bond movies? What are the most popular ones? Well, that's an opinion because everybody has a different list. Like, I liked your list was, like, so different than everybody else's list. Like, some people, when you mentioned License to Kill, some people really like License to Kill, but then there's a whole lot of other people that didn't care for License to Kill. Like, License to Kill is one of those where it's, like, you really, really like it or you really don't. There's not much a whole lot of middle ground for License to Kill with the way that was. Like, you either really, really like License to Kill or you don't like it at all. Right, I get that. But where did you get your information from? If you know that people didn't like it, then you must know who, what they did like, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, you didn't just up your butt, right? Everybody has a different list. I mean, it's so that's why people want to, why we have these conversations to talk about the different opinions about it all and everything. That's what I'm saying. Where did you get your information from? I don't know. I don't, I don't have information. I'm just talking about other people's opinions that I've seen from them talk about it online and stuff. Oh, okay. So you did get information somewhere. Mm. Okay. So just look up the, uh, just Google it real quick. Mm. Like most top favorite mm. freaking James Bond movies. Mm. There, there must be some kind of poll that was yeah, there's, or something. There's something of like that. But, um, what I did like, what I did about, what I did like about this, uh, Daniel Craig Force movie Spectre is that we finally actually get an actual gun barrel scene. Cause in the first three movies, Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, and Spectre, they never actually had that traditional opening gun barrel scene, but the four, but the, but Spectre and No Time to Die actually finally have those gun barrel scenes in the beginning, right where they're supposed to be. Wait, so what happens then again? The first three Daniel Craig movies didn't have the traditional gun barrel scene in the beginning, but by the beginning of Spectre, the fourth movie, we finally got that traditional, the traditional gun barrel with the, uh, happening. Oh, you're saying that gun barrel scene wasn't in the, in the first three? Yeah, they didn't have it traditionally in the first three. Like, instead, they had him in the bathroom. In Casino Royale, the bathroom was supposed to be the gun barrel. And then in Quantum of Solace, they didn't show it, the gun barrel to the very end of the movie. And then in, um, and then in, um, um, Skyfall, they just had him in the shadows in the beginning. And then kind of also had another gun barrel at the end of the credits after he says, I'm ready to get to work with, with them. So it wasn't until the beginning of Spectre, the fourth movie, to actually have an actual beginning gun barrel scene like the older movies did. Oh, okay. That's fine. Yeah. So we're now 50 minutes in. I can only talk up until 55. So do you have any concluding thoughts, um, final thoughts, concluding thoughts about Spectre for this part two of Spectre episode? Yeah, so I just looked up the, uh, I googled, like, top favorite James Bond movies. And I'm going to give you a short, I'm going to give you the list real quick. Um, this is according to Esquire, right? Okay, Esquire, by, by Esquire, okay. I don't know what other polls say. I'm just going to, this is the first one that came up. So, number 24, Die Another Day. Really? 23, Raker, which I'm surprised because I actually like Moonraker. Uh, twenty-two. The world is not enough. Again, one of my favorites. I like. I also. I also like the world is not enough. Good. Yeah. Twenty-one. Tomorrow. Tomorrow never dies. Mm. That's higher on some people's I gotta list. Look, I gotta watch. So number twenty, Spectre. So you were right about that one. I don't know why, because mm. I liked it a lot. Mm. I love that movie. Mm. Nineteen, The Baby Living Daylights. Mm. Eighteen, Diamonds Are Forever. Again, like you said, yeah, it's kind of low on the list. 
Seventeen, the man with the golden gun. Another one of my favorites. You said what? What was one of your? What was one of your favorites? Uh, the man with the golden oh, gun. you actually like that one also. Yeah, that's low on some people's list, too. So you actually like the man with the golden gun. That's interesting. Okay. 16, Quantum of, so Quantum of Solace. I didn't really like it too much. And again, I have to watch it again. Uh, 15 is... Or, sorry. So I wait, so wait. So you're even going to watch it again, even though you didn't like it too much? Yeah, because I want to understand the okay. movie. I want to understand how it's... Okay, that's fine. Go on, what's with the rest list? Uh, rest list? 15, li Live and Let Die... I gotta watch that one again. I don't remember that one. Mm -hmm. Fourteen, you only live twice. Gotta watch that one again. Thirteen, for your for your eyes only. Again, gotta rewatch it. Mm -hmm. Twelve, if you do a kill. Eleven, Doctor No. I like Doctor No. Mm -hmm. uh, Ten, License to Kill. Again, one of my favorites. I would put it in my top. I think I did put it in my top five. Uh, nine, nine is Goldeneye. You see what I mean? Nine, Goldeneye is all the way down in number nine, which well, is like... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's why I said. Eight, Octopussy. I didn't really like that one too much. Seven is Thunderball. I gotta rewatch that one. Six, Casino Royale. Five, Hunter Majesty's Secret Service. I think that's the original one, I believe. Mm -hmm. With George Lazenby. Yes, yes. I think that was the original. Yeah. Uh, four... I don't want to get why it's it's decent, but you know whatever. Which one? Which one? I'm sorry. Which one was decent? Uh, Skyfall was decent. Oh, okay, okay. It was alright. Mm. I who love me. I gotta watch that one because why is it number three? I have no idea. Well, uh, for some, well, just because for some people, it was um, Roger Moore's third movie, and for a lot of people, his third movie, The Spy Who Loved Me. After seeing it, people liked that one of his more than his other movies. Oh, okay. Number two from Russia of Love. Yeah. Give me a second. Damn it. It, it freaking opened like a new page or something. So oh. now I have to backtrack again. Give me a second. It messed up my whole thing. Hold on. I gotta, I gotta. Okay. It messed up. Yeah, Esquire. That's a different list. Every every list, uh, every um thing has, everybody has a different company channel list of all that kind of stuff. That was a list. Right. Of, yeah. And number one is Goldfinger, mm. which I gotta watch again. Goldfinger, Gold, Goldfinger was very, very good. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I gotta watch it. I gotta watch From Russia With Love. I don't really remember that one too well. Mm. Yeah, From Russia from Russia With Love and Goldfinger are both really early early good ones, yeah. So we're now 54 minutes in. In about a minute, it's gonna say I only have five minutes left till the 60-minute point. So, um, again, let me, after you've gotten some rest, let me know if you even have enough material for a part three on, on Spectre. Otherwise, there's so many, um, so many other movies we could be talking about. That's fine. We'll do, um, yeah, that's fine. We'll probably do Spectre more later. Okay. Uh, you mean like uh, you mean like Spectre Part Three? Because um, you did say a lot of opinions about Spectre. I don't know if you left any out, but that was you had a lot of opinions about Spectre. What's that? I said you had a whole lot of opinions about Spectre. Were there any opinions about Spectre that you left out that you think should be included for a Part Three, or did we all cover it in Part Two? Uh I'm, oh, there's more stuff I want to say. I just don't have the energy right oh, okay, now. just the energy. So, everybody, this is the end of part two of our discussion of Spectre. Spectre part two. There will be a part three. Um, again, I don't know. Oh, we're in the 55 point. This...
heads up, heads up, the maximal recording time for segments is 60 minutes. Keep an eye on the clock. Very good to know. Okay, thank you that. I learned that by the Comedians episode, February 2021. Okay, so everybody, if you made it this far, this is the end of our part two about Spectre. I don't know your work schedule and your um, family personal schedule and all that, so just let me know on your availability um, in the coming next week and the week after, and I'd love to do a part three with you, and um, yeah, I know you said you could talk about this day for day, days for weeks, but yeah, I think um, part three, we will do a part three of Spectre, and at the end of Spectre, part three, that will be the the end of talking about Spectre, the movie all inside of Spectre 2015, the end, part three is part three of three, and after Spectre, um, I think I, I hope you've seen, you, you, have, have you caught all the Batman yet, or you still have to watch all the Batman, the Batman? What, what is your question? Have you seen, uh, have you gotten a chance to see all of the Batman 2022 yet so we can talk about the new Batman movie or no, not yet? Uh, dude, I gotta watch it. I didn't finish watching it. We started watching it together. Yeah, we started watching it, but it's like such a long movie that it, it takes a whole like pause breaks to keep watching how long it all is. So if you get a chance, watch the Batman. We could talk about the Batman. We could talk. Uh, I like uh, uh, Captain Mer- Captain America, so, uh, uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier, and Civil War. I like the second and three, second and third um, Captain America movies. Uh, the Batman and. And uh, the in uh, 2023, I definitely want to talk about all six, all six of the Mission Impossible movies leading up to the new Mission Impossible movie coming out. Yeah, that's fine, man. Sounds good, dude. Cool. So I'm really glad you came on, everybody. If you enjoyed this, this was a lot of um, Ilya's thoughts and opinions about Spectre and some bunch of other movies we talked about. And hello, you, there? you still there? Are you still there? I don't know where he went. But anyway, this was the end of part two. God willing, coming soon, we'll do a part three, last three, part three of Spectre. But this is part two of Spectre. So support your local, <clears throat> support your local movie theater to see movies on the big screen, silver screen with strangers. Because streaming, because str- in the 20, in, throughout into the decade of the 2030s, because streaming is just not the same. Where'd he go? Because streaming is just not the same thing, and this has been... Where are you at? can't see what... I can't... Why is it making that sound? Where are you at? Hold on. Hold on, I don't know what happened. Oh, now you're back. Okay, 58 minutes in. I really literally have less than two minutes left. Okay, so... I hope you all enjoyed this so far. Oh, there he is. Okay. AMC 24, support your local movie theater to uh, see movies throughout the decade of the 2030s because streaming is just not the same. This is the end of part two. We will see you hopefully really soon for part three of three of the conversation of Spectre that he really liked to explain. He will explain why he likes Spectre so much more in a third final part, part three. Part three, part three of three of Spectre. Then we're going to get into other movies into 2023. And we will see you all. Support your local movie theater. We'll see you on the other side of the bridge and the other side of the road. This is the really good friend and, friend and co-host, Ilya and Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC, signing out till Spectre part three. See you all guys soon.